This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Go to audible.animaniacast.com to not only pick up one, but two free audiobooks for free with your Audible trial. Just sign up at audible.animaniacast.com. And welcome, everybody, to a special episode of the Animaniacast. Welcome, everybody, once again to the Animaniacast. This is the only podcast out there that is dedicated to the animated television series, Animaniacs. And here we discuss the show episode by episode. We talk about all the cultural references and gags, as well as talking about related television shows such as Tiny Toon Adventures, Pinky and the Brain, and Freakazoid. But today, we're going to be talking about a few little bits of uh, reboot news. I am Joey, and joining me once again in Los Angeles, it's my brother Nathan. Stop the presses! <laughs> and across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly! Hello! <laughs> Whenever you say stop the presses, or in fact anybody says stop the presses, I think of Gonzo mm-hmm. in The Great Muppet Caper. Yep. <laughs> Stop the presses! <laughs> Stop the presses! Why? What happened? I don't know. I've always wanted to say that. Well, anyway. Stop the presses, indeed. Yeah, we got reboot news to talk about. Woo! Is it a trailer? Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might drop it. At this point, we've been saying it might drop at any point. Uh, is it a character yeah, design the day that we released this podcast? Oh, totally. Like, ah. There it is. In <laughs> which case, to do another one. I'll have to do another one and another one. Well, you never know. You never know these days. But we are going to be talking about the little bits of information that we have going forward. And, uh, this is going to be a shorter episode than, uh, than usual, I would think. Um, let's talk about, first of all, finally the confirmation. It was in Rob Paulson's book, Voice Lessons. The original voice cast is back. Yay! Yeah, we knew it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when we, it's it's funny because we had talked about this, um, you know, for weeks and weeks and months and months, and you know, even in like just off-air conversations with Tom Ruger, you know, just everyone's like, yeah, we all know they're back. <laughs> you know, everyone knows they're back. Um, but it just, for whatever reason, wasn't being released. And honestly, if I really get the sense that if Rob Paulson's book hadn't had this publication date of October 8th, that it still wouldn't have been publicly yeah, released. I don't think we would still know anything official about it's, it. So. It's just so weird and ridiculous that, uh, that it's there, but whatever. Less it's than a year away, and a, yeah, a, yeah, it's got to be less than a year away. That yeah, this, no press release or anything. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We, in fact, when it came to press releases, I guess technically the us, the Animani cast, were the press that released it. Sort of. I, I, I think we were <laughs> because I tweeted out that 
Oh, I, I literally had just listened to the missing chapter of Rob Balson's book at like three in the morning when I was on my way to Disneyland. And as soon as I parked in Anaheim, I tweeted out, hey, we're happy to finally confirm that the cast is definitely in it. The voice cast is in Animaniacs because it's in voice lessons. And yeah, Maurice LaMarche confirmed it. Rob Paulson, Jess Harnell, they all were retweeting it. And soon enough, all the different, you know, pop culture media outlets were quoting our tweet as well and putting it out on their articles. Using us as a source. Yeah. Exactly. So we are a source. Yay. That's awesome. <laughs> so there might be a few listeners listening to us right now that are brand new to the podcast. And in if that's the case, oh, I'm sorry. Please Please be <laughs> go to a, go to a, listen to a better pod. This is a... <laughs> yeah, there's some good episodes within our you know. This the... is a fine one, but yeah. I'm sure there's better episodes than this one. So. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and talk about first of all. I mean, I'm we're all very excited that the original voice cast members are back. At least the you know we have Tress, Jess, Rob, and Maurice are back. Uh, Sherry Stoner. Last we have heard has still not been uh, contacted for being Slappy Squirrel. So mm-hmm. I and I, which just I think, Ooh. yeah, yeah. At this point, I feel like they've probably recorded everything. Yeah, like, the the uh, I mean. there's there's been a few things I've been able to confirm by the way through <clears throat> secret sources uh, who are affiliated with the project. Not huge uh, things. That's why I didn't like stop the presses. Uh, about that, but I, we mentioned, I think it was 26 episodes, I want to say, um, are, were in the works that Rob Paulson had, you know, said. And apparently it's, uh, 13 episodes in season one and 13 episodes in season two. So, you know, not, not an enormous amount of, uh, of episodes coming out in the next two years, but, um, you know. There you go. There's that little bit of information. But as we reported before, uh, side characters like Slappy Squirrel, probably not in it. And uh, we've been told that characters like the Good Feathers are not even in the show as a as a cameo. So I know that when it's so sad when the news was hitting and everyone was so excited and people were like, oh, I can't wait to see Slappy and the Good Feathers again. <laughs> And responding to them going, eh, actually, probably not those people, but the other folks, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, and Pinky and the Brain, definitely. And Minerva Mink. All... Yeah, yeah, Minerva. <laughs> Don't believe me. Minerva in every episode. No, um, <laughs> probably not. Uh, and, and new characters as well. However, what I've been told is that, it, at least from the, again, from the source I was talking to, uh, when it comes to new characters, uh, said that those new characters may or may not be in the first season and that they might be in the second. Again, this person was mainly working the first season of stuff so that they didn't really know about the second one. So there you go. So maybe uh, there will be new characters from one source <laughs> that we have and the other source is saying probably not in the first season. So again, this is just when you're dealing with people with animation, it's such an interesting animal. You have the, you know, the writers, the voice actors, the animators, the story, you know, storyboard, the director, the st- everybody is coming together to make one thing and so many different mm-hmm. levels. So, you know, you have to kind of pull them all together to get the full story. 
Anyway, let's go ahead and get to, um, so that we're very excited about the, the voice actors coming back. But the other thing we wanted to point out was this video that recently came out. And this is from a VO Buzz Weekly or Voice Over Buzz Weekly with Chuck and Stacy. And they have a, a YouTube channel, which, you know, I'm sure many of our listeners are already subscribed to. But this was the first interview with Yakko, Wacko, and Dot with Rob, Jess, and Tress all together in the same room talking about uh, working together on Animaniacs. So we watched the video, and it's, I think for the most part, I mean, you can back me up on this, Nathan. I didn't, I didn't hear too many major things, right? No, not nothing like uh, groundbreaking. They're all just kind of vaguely talking how appreciative they are to be back, basically, for the new season. Right. Uh, and that the reboot is happening and that they will be a part of it. Yeah. And how fortunate and how lucky they are and how this isn't usually the case. But there was some also some positive talk about a certain Mr. Spielberg mm-hmm. that uh, <laughs> waiting for the A. Uh, <laughs> Rob mentions this in his book as well, that Steven Spielberg pitched the reboot of Animaniacs to Netflix and Hulu and you know, the other networks with pictures of Rob, Jess and Tress saying we're, we're going to be bringing back the original voices as well. Um, I think this is something that Rob Paulson found out afterwards, <laughs> not during, <laughs> I think there's uh definitely in his book, there's, <laughs> he, he talks about the um, being unsure <laughs> for many months that are we still doing this or not um so yeah so there's a there's a little talk that rob talks about you know how uh steven wanted to have the have it sound authentic um with the original voice cast as well so that was nice that was a nice thing that steven spielberg uh did that because that's not as we were talking about beforehand the way that it necessarily goes with hollywood you know, you want to go for the the new celebrity voices, and in this case, you know, new writers and and stuff like that. That uh, well, they even joke about that in the uh, they start naming all the voices that are going to be, uh, like Peter Dinklage and I can't yes. remember all the names. <laughs> yeah, about like announcing all the voices for Pinky, the Yakko Wacko and Dot, and just kind of cute. Yakko and Dot will now be portrayed by the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> and Pinky the Brain will be portrayed by um, Russell, Russell Brand, Brand and Peter and Dinkley. Peter Dinkley yes. Wow. Yes. We're excited about that. Uh, Here's some information. We want to talk about some of the highlights of the interview. And one of them is, is talking about the, the tone, I guess, of the show. Uh, and let's go ahead and listen to what they said. Are you still going there? Oh, we're going yeah. there. Beyond, we're going beyond where we used to. Right. I, I, it's, I submit that it's still edgy. It's still <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, subversive. <laughs> it's utterly uh, just like the edict in the initial show was to not condescend to the right. audience, was to assume, although it is ostensibly a kid's show, mm-hmm. yeah, right. as it's they say, for kids of all ages. It's very funny. 
And again, the first thing that happened was when we started doing the voices, as Tress said, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, it's the time machine. It's like everybody sounds the same. Then it proceeded to be very, very funny. And at the same time, one of the best things about Animaniacs was that it was always funny and a little bit subversive at the same Mm -hmm. time and also very satirical as to what was going on. And by the end of the first episode, I think Wacko had already called one of the most important political leaders in the world who shall remain nameless a psychopath. And I thought, (laughs) well, I thought we were We're back. We're back, you know. The show, I think from that that clip, you can see that they they are talking about the show being edgier uh, and definitely not condescending towards kids, but at the same time, kid-like, right? Kid-friendly still. Kid-friendly, you know. Right, which is good to hear. Um, Wacko, if if it is true that I mean, I know that a lot of people want uh, the Animaniacs, want the Warners to parody world leaders and stuff like that, and I, I, I'd be interested in that. I suppose it's not something I think that I think the original show did that much at all. Uh, and when it did, it kind of felt. I mean, they made of, fun of Bill Clinton and how he loved to play the saxophones. saxophone. Exactly, he did on many of the episodes, and <laughs> oh, over half word. of them. Yeah, so it it wasn't like they were necessarily making fun of Clinton or anything. I mean, he was in a couple episodes, uh, and even Al Gore mm-hmm. was in like uh, the Star Trek one, I think. But it, it really doesn't. It wasn't a huge part of the show, and. I don't it know. wasn't like Saturday Night Live. No, and and that's what I think that they're. I think that that that's what they're they're kind of going for in this one. I know that one of the and I forget his name, but I know that one of the um, things that we had read from one of the writers was saying that the show was kind of going to go for a, a Key and Peel kind of sketch show feel, um, which is honestly kind of how what the show was originally. Hmm. Uh, uh, in some ways, because it's, you know, it's little bits and pieces like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Um, but I don't know. It's it's definitely going to be interesting without any clips to go on. But Tress does did say something there. I always thought that we uh, we said a whole lot more in the cartoons. Mm-hmm. But it seems like we don't say quite as much in this in this new Maybe I just was well. Uh, obviously, the zeitgeist is is changed, and yeah, yeah. and, and that is subjects. really where yeah. we find the differences between now and twenty six years yeah. ago. I, I think she actually gives out the most information in this interview. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping they would do a follow up question on what she meant by they don't we don't say as much. Like, does that mean they? literally don't talk as much or I thought they, she said they don't sing as much. See, and I, and I, that's what I heard the first time, but then I listened to it again and it sounds like she says, we don't, we, we don't say as much. Does that yeah. mean like that the content is just less like, yeah, is, if there, yeah, it, it makes it, me, is it more like visual, like humor, like just, um, that, that's weird. Cause it's like, how can you not have the Warners talking that much? Well, uh, they may still be talking. They just might not be saying as much, you know, saying <laughs> it's, the, it's different. You know, there's a difference between saying something and talking. That's you know? true. So, so maybe they're talking just as much. They're just not saying. Anything, You're not really you saying know? anything. I mean, what are you saying? <laughs> What's the point of all this? What are you saying? So that's what I wanted. I wanted to follow up just to be like, oh, do they, are they, is the content just 
nothing? Is it just yeah, you like kinda, fart gags? Yeah. Then, like maybe that's what she's saying. Like we, do, right. we don't say as much. Yeah, there's not like a commentary like – yeah, so that is like the weirdest kind of thing. So you could tell that the writing style is definitely different is what I think she was kind of going at. Um, that That was the most scratch-my-head moment really in this entire interview to say like what do you mean Tress what is that about um I'm perfectly uh willing to bet money (laughs) that everyone's going to hate this oh really (laughs) yeah I mean and and that it's no indication that's that's not a statement against any any of my personal opinions or based on what we've heard or anything like that but anytime they bring something back from the past and try to reboot it or reignite it, um, anyone who loved it originally pretty much uh, hates on it. We're in a culture and that does Star that. Wars, I'm talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I know original fans love the new movie. I love the new movies. Uh, I feel differently about them as I do the originals, uh, as I do the prequels, because I saw them all in different times of my life. Uh, you know, I, they're different. You, you, you can't get the magic out of the bottle again or put the magic back in the bottle, I guess, and, and relive your childhood. Right. It's just, you cannot do it. Um, so, and I think that's what a lot of people expect to feel when things like these are redone. They want to feel like they did when they were kids eating the Lucky Charms out of a cereal bowl and watching cartoons when they got home from school. And um, when that level of nostalgia can't be, you know, reimagined or whatever, um, duplicated, I guess is the word I'm looking for. I, I think people really struggle with that. So I'm I'm willing to bet, regardless of what they do, since it's not exactly what it was before, and most of the, I mean, none of us are in the same level of life that we were when we, we fell in love with the show, unless they, they're new fans. I just don't think it's going to be as well received. I think that's one of the reasons that Warner Brothers has not shown anything on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I, I've heard kind of like the game of telephone <laughs> from one person to the next that somebody's told somebody that told somebody that. Steven Spielberg didn't like the designs and we'll get Uh-oh. to that. Well, Steven's and, not happy. And again, that's, that is through the game of telephone right there. So that, that may might not be, be, that might not hold up in court. Exactly. Sneezer considered on- hearsay. I don't know, but <laughs> Sneezer's cute. <laughs> Sneezer. Sneezer oh, was hi, not. Steven. Oh, hi. <laughs> Give my best to Max. <laughs> Sneezer was not my source on that, by the way. But that was that's literally just something that I it was like somebody told me that somebody, you know, something like that. So it could be completely false, by the way. Um <laughs> we'll talk about the designs in just a moment. Um but I think that's one of the reasons that Warner Brothers hasn't shown anything. It's for the fact that, yeah, people way overreact. And I've talked to people on our Discord channel a lot about this. It's like, why haven't they shown anything? And I point out the other Warner Brothers project that was recently announced and then Wait. possibly shelved, which was the Thundercats Roar uh, thing. Remember when that came out with that trailer? Uh, and they showed it, and it kind of looked like this mix of Adventure Time and it looks Teen Titans Go. Yeah, but they were trying a new, <laughs> they were trying a new formula, a new look, 
And I'm not a huge Thundercats fan. So I, and I was when I was a kid, but I kind of, you know, it's like anything. You kind of set it aside and you go, okay, let's do something else now. Um, I think that She-Ra is doing pretty well. She-Ra has a brand new design. Yeah. I haven't watched it. I've heard it's great. I've heard it's great. And, but I think that people, it's so, it's so weird because I don't know. They're the people who are executives or the people who are animators or whomever is working on these shows is in a really weird position because you want to bring back what you liked as a kid, but at the same time, you don't want to make it look exactly the same because you want to make it different for the new audiences because kids are the new audience. Oh, because that worked so well with the Lion King remake. Oh, yeah. Well, for some people, it did. That's the, that's the weird it. thing. <laughs> no, seriously, though, that movie has made a ton of money. A ton of money. Now, all three well, of us. Free, so I saw it for free. Yeah. <laughs> the three of us, we are not a fan of the new Lion King. We all mm-hmm. talked about it briefly on the show that we're not a fan of the look. And in a lot of ways, it's kind of like a pointless movie. It was like, it's why? Not the, it's not even just the look. I mean, it, well, it looks like a nature documentary, which is fine. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's fine. It's- Where's Ed? <laughs> Where's Ed? Where is Ed? Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying, Where's Zed? <laughs> The end of the alphabet, Z. That is all that I care about. I mean, really. You took out the one. I, I mean, I loved a lot about the movie, but you took out the best part. The best, funniest, most wonderful part. Well, and then all the Hashtag funny parts. Not bitter. A lot like, of the, a all lot the of interesting parts. parts were just like taken out. So. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, so, but when it comes to animation, it's kind of the same thing. You want to make it a little bit different. You want to make it new for a new audience. And maybe it, maybe it hits, maybe it doesn't. It's great that they're bringing back the original cast, so it sounds the same. It's interesting how they decided to go with new writers. It's also interesting to talk about the designs, that they're a little bit different as well. So let's go ahead and talk about that, and let's hear have Tress talk about it, about what the new designs are in her own words. I'm really interested in seeing what kind of a, a world we're we're set in yes because we don't ha- we don't have any idea uh what the thing is going to look like mm. it's not going to look like the old animaniacs i mean the, our characters the character are, are kind yeah. of the same they're kind of a little stretched and yeah there's something different about them but they're the same and some of the character drawings that i've seen uh for uh, the people that we you know mess around with like right. we do um uh they're way different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're like Hirschfeld. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really, pictures, really odd. Uh, it's going to be interesting. So. So yeah, they apparently stretched out a little bit. Um, now I've had you know I I know one of our uh, artistic friends out there, Mark, who uh, Mark Aaron, who did the artwork for uh, one of our Tom Ruger episodes, where uh, the Warners are all sitting on uh, Tom and kissing him and everything. He said, I bet that means Dave Alvarez is working on it. Dave worked on uh, a lot of Looney Tunes projects and uh, comics. And I think he even worked on the Animaniacs uh, comic series at one point. Uh, He said, I think that's Dave Alvarez. Dave does kind of a more stretched out Animaniacs style. And he drew the Warners uh, on his page uh, around the time that the reboot was announced. I said, I don't think so. And yeah, I confirmed that Dave Alvarez is definitely not involved in the show at all. 
So the this, the designs that you might see online from Dave or from other people probably uh, don't represent really what the Warners look like at all. That's just his style. But they will be looking different. And I thought it was interesting that they said the the characters that they mess around with really look like Hirschfeld drawings. Uh, so very, I'm, I'm assuming caricature, caricature, uh, stretched noses and skinny legs and and stuff like that. So hmm. that'll be weird. It, it, it's going to look weird. It's going to look different. Um, and I think that is the honestly, the, I'm a member of a, a few uh, '90s forums and stuff like that, and people freak out whenever they see a picture by an artist that shows the, the like let's say the rugrats in a different uh, format a different way than they're used to seeing them they go oh it's trash it's garbage and blah, blah. so that to me honestly i think they could have changed the voices <laughs> changed the writers if they just made them look exactly the same people would have probably said oh it's animaniacs i love it they're Which is silly that reaction yeah, they're going to get that gut visual reaction. And I think that that's why they're not showing anything right now. It's like when the Phantom Menace uh, was coming out and a friend of mine sent me a picture of uh, what Yoda was going to look like in the Phantom Menace. Ugh. And yeah. I jumped for my and I said, that can't be Yoda. And then I actually had to sit down and type back because it was in an email because um, he couldn't hear me. And so <laughs> I, I I, was like, I know that's just like a prototype. That can't can't actually be. Oh, oh no, that that is what he. OK, look, Phantom Menace takes place, what, 20 years uh, right? before. Yeah. Well, no, more than more than 20 years before Star Wars. But um, what is it like? 30 i can't remember oh, you know when you I get, used to know this when you stuff, get close I'm, to 900 it really hits you hard you know and no, uh, but the, thing is, the last 30 years of your, of your life in his old age he did he in his i know age. i just yeah like, i'm for for being this 900 years old 20 30 40 years is not gonna make that much difference i mean chewie looks the same in all the movies sort of and he's what 200 <laughs> yeah. plus now they, so they did I, they did a special edition and they fixed Yoda, which I liked. Yes. Which means that they were they were admitting they screwed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I I'm even wondering. have a life size Yoda from Phantom Menace and I don't even want it anymore because now I got like the Attack of the Clone ones and I mean still in like a storage unit. I mean but I got it for free. Design is such a huge thing. Like you know, you look at things like the Sonic movie. that people saw that design. Who knows if that movie's good or not? They saw Sonic and freaked out so much that they had to redesign the whole darn thing and spend millions and well, millions the, of dollars. Human teeth. Yeah. Hey, you uh, know. He eyeballs. And the, I, you know, quite frankly, they, so they redesigned it. Now he, you know, some images leaked and he looks better, I guess, you know, whatever. But the fact is the writing is still going to be the same. The plot is still going to be the same. So the movie could still be horrible. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Maybe the movie is great, but, I mean, let's be honest, it's a video game movie. It's probably not going to be good. <laughs> so the yeah. same thing applies for Animaniacs. I mean, the the visually, it might look it might look horrible. And that's going to be the first thing that people think is like, it looks different. I don't like it. And which may not be fair, because honestly, maybe it is on par with the 
original series. You know, I'll, I'll be, I'll, you know, give it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it'll be fantastic and it'll look, it'll feel just like the original or at least like an updated one, whatever. But if it doesn't look the same, it's distracting. And again, this is like the third episode in a row that we mentioned it with animation <laughs> styles. But remember freelance animation, Tom Ruger, you know, we're all talking about how it just, it takes away from the episode and you don't care. <laughs> what the characters are saying because all mm-hmm. you're looking at is the mouths aren't working right and the the eyes don't look right and this doesn't look right if it doesn't look right it's a big part mm-hmm. in the whole thing so that it's like bad cgi yeah exactly you don't care what's going on you're just like it just it's all your brain wants to focus on um and it takes you out of it quote unquote takes you out of it so that is uh, that is to be continued, and I, I think that's the main thing that reason why we haven't seen anything. It's just because Warner Brothers is either they're scared. they're scared they're either scared that it looks way too different and they don't know how they're going to roll this out, um, or B maybe they're even redesigning it. I doubt that because gosh, it's so you know that'd be like just going back to the beginning and reanimating the whole thing, which I doubt that would happen. But if anybody wants to and can, it'd be Steven. There you go. So, that's the thing. So, we... I don't know. It's so... It's very weird that it's a year away now, less than a year away, and we still haven't seen a picture of what they look like. We have that Monopoly board. We have a Monopoly board with a new character (laughs) design, perhaps, on it. So, maybe that, but other than that, who knows? So, to be continued, that's where we're going to wrap up for today. Do you guys have any uh, parting thoughts before we uh, go? Nathan? Um, oh, they almost did a reboot for Robot Chicken or something, but they all turned it down. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I just If you watch the video, you can see. Yeah. They talk about, hour. yeah, they talk about, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please watch the entire video right there uh, with VO Buzz Weekly because it, it's... Uh, it it really is a great interview, and uh, they did talk about how you know they've gotten opportunities over the years to re- portray the characters in weird ways. Like I think Jess Harnell talked about Wacko killing everybody <laughs> in some cartoon, or like yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah, so. <laughs> that sounded like something Robot Chicken would do. So yes, very good. Kelly, any last words from you? Hi, uh, I am approaching it with an open mind, and I trust Steven Spielberg. So, um, but they just better not look weird. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll see what happens in a few weeks. (laughs) To be continued. So, uh, before we wrap things up, let's get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people find you online? Ooh, uh, Twitter. That's right. Uh, Django FT, that's me. And Kelly, what about you? I'm on Twitter, Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. All right, and as for the Animaniacast, we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, you can uh, head us up or on Discord, which uh, you can get a welcome link by going to discord.animaniacast.com. And that will bring you into the RetroZap Discord group where you can talk about all things pop culture with us or any of the other podcast hosts with RetroZap. And RetroZap.com is a great place to go to, by the way. You can get all your pop culture needs over there, as well as subscribing to the RetroZap podcast feed. And that way you can get every single RetroZap podcast, including this one, delivered straight to your device for free. 
Well, that'll do it for today's somewhat mini episode. <laughs> and so for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated.